This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome back to Rockcast, the podcast where we take you behind the scenes with Rock and the Spark Development Network team. We're actually doing a podcast that's a little quick and a little out of order this time in order to bring you some quick updates that you'll have in hand before the conference. Um, So we've had a lot of things going on as our team is working very hard to prepare for the conference and to prepare for the release of um, version 8. And then we found a lot of other interesting things we're working on, some of which will come out at the conference and some that we'll cover today. Uh, But we wanted to give you a quick update before we see you in person, which we're really excited about. Nick, why don't you tell us about uh, version 8 and where we're at with that now? Sure. V8 uh, just went to uh, alpha. That's, uh, I'm sorry, it went to beta. Um, And we've been in 8.0 beta for about, I want to say, a week and a half or so. We got a lot of good feedback, so we've um, made a lot of bug fixes, and we're we put them into an 8.1 release, which is just about to go alpha testing. So once that goes to alpha testing, probably through the weekend, hopefully, if not Monday, we'll start alpha testing. But it's going to be a very quick alpha test cycle. We want to really get it to the beta testers and let them kick the the tires hard on that, and. We are hoping then it will be in beta uh, during the conference, and then when we come back from the conference, the goal is for it to get released to early access. So 8.0 and 8.1 will be released simultaneously into early access, depending on how the second round of beta testing goes for, or first round of beta testing for version 8.1, how that goes. Hopefully there won't be an 8.2. Yeah, that's exciting. Yes, it's been a- All right, come on beta testers. (laughs) <laughs> we really count on them, and uh, they've done a great job. Um, we've had a couple new people step up and, and do beta testing, and w- yeah, I, I can't tell you guys enough how appreciative I am of our team. If you're one of our beta testers, I personally thank you because you really do help me sleep better at night, and that's not really good. I don't sleep good at night because <laughs> I'm often thinking about lots of things. Yeah, and I just put out a small warning that when you update at the V8, then go into the Rock Shop and update your plugins. So there are a few oh, updated plugins for V8, uh, a few changes in V8 that needed to be uh, polished in the in the plugin. So yeah, that's a good catch. Yeah, great. All right, John, why don't you talk a little bit about the conference that will be right around the corner as soon as we release this podcast? Yeah, so like Emily said, we're very excited for the podcast. Just a few tips and tricks for this year's podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, a conference. We're doing the <laughs> podcast now. Uh, first of all, there is a meetup room, so you can go into the meetup room to just hang out with people and network. Um, this isn't a conference where you kind of show up in the morning and kind of leave before dinner. We have no. all the meals there, and we hope and uh, expect and know that the best time actually is after dinner. And so we have a meetup room that you can use anytime during the conference, but um, definitely after dinner also. 
Uh, or you can come early. If you need to arrange a time to meet with people, to say, hey, let's just meet in the meetup room and then we'll, we'll just stay in there. Or if it gets too busy, we can go off into a, another area. Um, <clears throat> and do stay late. Plan to stay late. Um, I'm sure there's a plenty of attractions you could go look at, but uh, there's so much great networking that happens at night. And Southeast is so generous that their campus is open to us there in that area until 10 p.m., including the meetup room. So there's no reason to go do something off-site. You can connect really well right there. There will probably be a bunch of people that will continue their conversations after 10 o'clock at their hotels. I know that that's happened in the past, too. I bet you're right. Yeah, the hotels love rock conferences because their lobbies are busy (laughs) till the wee hours of the morning. Yeah. Um, And then the final one is just... Don't plan to leave early on on day two. We have content all the way through, and you're going to want to stay late. You know, even after dinner on that too to to network. Um, but we may have made a mistake this conference. We've just packed it full with content, and so we're going through to the very end. And there's some great content at the end. Like if you want to know more about V9, it's in the last session. So you're going to want to be there. That's a good preview. Make sure you stick around. Um, you don't want to sit in the airport waiting extra long time for your flight to get there. I mean, you've already invested the time to be there, so make sure you do the best you can with it because once a year you get this opportunity. And and this event is going to be, I mean, like you said, John, it's going to be a completely different content um, this year than we've had previously. The amount of it, the kinds of it, the speakers that we have, it's going to be very content-heavy. Yeah, and before you complain about us having too much content and you not being able to see enough of it, <laughs> you can get it all in a subscription, a content subscription, so you can see everything. Right. And uh, we're just kind of meeting the feedback from last year, just uh, always a hunger and desire for more content and more tracks. Right. And we blew it out. So can we talk about that subscription? How is that? How does that work? Like, does every attendee? How's it work? Yeah. Oh. Like, what's do the oh. attendees? Oh. Get the subscription. Oh, or I thought you were asking, is it a content channel? And is it what <laughs> no, kind of no, lava? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going there. Okay. Now, yeah, so you, you it's available for anybody, but if you attended the conference within the first uh, day, right, there's a special conference price. We'll have a special pricing. So we'll announce that and we'll make that available to you. And uh, if you come prepared to get that, uh, we'll extend it for the week for those who attend. Uh, but come prepared to, to bring that content home. Because the cool thing about the subscription is that it's not just you getting that subscription to remind yourself or to see what you saw. Your entire organization has access to that. And we have at least triple the content from last year. And last year was probably double the content from the year before. So we have tons of great information. And the feedback last year, like you said, John, was that I want more information. But every person who said that had a different type of information they wanted. So everybody's coming at it from a unique angle or unique perspective of what they wanted to hear. And we've tried to get as much as possible of that incorporated this year. So you'll be able to share with all your teams when you subscribe to the content from this conference, and it will be very valuable. And what we can't do is give you more time. We won't be able to give you enough time to watch all the content afterwards. Is, is that in one of our future features, creation of time? If only we could do that. <laughs> so once this event is passed, which I can hardly even look beyond it right now, we're really excited for it, um, do remember that we have a master class coming up, which is a totally different uh, purpose for attending. 
And that is to really dive deep into the features and learn about administrating the database and the best way to do that. And even learn how to train people on your own staff when you get back home. Um, that is not necessarily an event for your entire team. That is definitely something that you want to be sending your main rock people to as you bring in a new hire that needs to be trained. Or um, once you've had one person go through, continue budgeting, make sure the right people on your staff go through that. We have two left this year. Uh, the registration is live for the one in September, which is the one that we'll need to fill first. And then um, sometime within the next couple of weeks or so after conference, we'll probably make the registration live for one in November as well. So do continue to remember to budget for that and to send your people to that. And it is it is a very different event from conference. Sometimes I get that question. Now, those are the things you've been hearing about. I mean, we try to give you new information on it, but you you know that all of those are coming. Sometimes we have other things going on behind the scenes, and it's, it's the little stuff that we're working on that makes a big difference. And um, John, could you share a little bit of what that looks like around here? Sure, yeah. It's always an exciting moment around here. Uh, so we are looking at V9 features. Um, volunteer scheduling is coming along, and so we're in the process of... Uh, Bringing that down into requirements documents and some some um, detailed notes for the developers to start working on, trying to do a better job at that, which maybe we can talk about a little bit later too. Um, also, just all the other features that we want to get ready for V nine uh, digital signatures. Um, there's some CMS tools that we're working on, so we're actually partnering with NewSpring on. Um, a new concept called a, a content component, which is a really cool blending of the, say, like the HTML block and the content channel concept. So it's a, if those two things uh, were, were to date, get married, and have a baby, <laughs> they, would, they would have a content component. Is this weirder <clears throat> or less weird than the duck on fire that we had on our last podcast? I don't know, but I, I, I really regret that comment. <laughs> it seems to have lived on. Um, but yeah, if those two things were to come together in union, they would have a content component, which is really neat. I think you're really going to like it. So we're working on that, which is exciting. Uh, also working a, on a project with New Spring, uh, something called Assets. So if you're familiar with the file provider inside of Rock, how you can upload files to different places, like whether it be the file system, the database, S3, Azure, uh, that works great. That's a great way to put your file that you have into those systems. But a lot of times you already have those files in those systems that you didn't upload through Rock that you might want to pick and use in Rock. So this kind of blows out that capability so that you can um, track your, your files in Azure S3 database uh, file system uh, and uh, pick from them. So that's an exciting component and uh, been a challenge trying to get that to work. So. Um, but in doing so, I think we added some new, you know, other cool little dev tools for for folks that I think they'll enjoy. But the other big thing that we're working on is probably not as exciting, but definitely probably one of the most important things we've worked on is just working on our processes and our documents that we use to develop code. Um, I think until now, like we've been, uh, you know, a little loose on the development. Uh, Methodology that like we could. We are small. We are moving fast. We are creating new things, um, and now we're realizing that we really need to get more mature. You know, we're, our team is growing. As people come new to the to the code base, you know, there's there's definitely 
um, knowledge that's in our heads that we need to get on the paper. So we're doing that. We have been doing that for about a year, but we're really getting better at that. But we're also looking at um, the development process and uh, what kind of documentation should we have, putting a, more time in the upfront piece of documenting what the, the code should do, and then getting to code um, to with it. Hopefully over time, that will increase our speed you know, by doing it right the first time and not causing a whole bunch of issues. But it should also definitely increase our quality. Um, there's some bugs. I mean, bugs are always going to happen, but there's some bugs that have come out that you know we, we should have caught better. And I think just in any time when you do development, if you find yourself refactoring before you even ship, that probably means you have um, some business processes that aren't quite in place. And so we don't want to overdo it. I've actually worked at a place that overdid it, and it was a horrible place to work because <laughs> you couldn't get anything done without filling out tons of paperwork. But um, I think there's a healthy balance, and we're going to try to find that healthy balance. Yes, and so I think one of the things that John has uh, asked me to take on is helping manage that more, pulling stuff off of your plate so that you can work on things that only you can do. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be fun and challenging at the same time. Yeah, since you've been here you know, full-time, you've probably... I mean, you've always been around, right? You've always been here like once a week. Yeah. But I think you've seen under the covers... In a lot more detail than you've ever seen before behind the the the, the curtain. Yeah, so much so that I almost feel like I'm brand new. Like I really didn't know anything about what was going on. You know, being here once a week is a totally different perspective than being here in the trenches. You know, ten hours a day. It's way way different. Right, and you know, it's exciting that I think that we can increase our the quality the initial quality of, of our releases and um, and then hopefully share some of those practices out to the community because you know if we're if we're increasing that but the pull requests come in I mean that that doesn't help us like we need to make sure those pull requests have the same kind of thought yes and as we mature and do more testing you know we will ratchet that pull request process down too so you will have to supply tests. Um, we can't just we can't just get code without you know without seeing and having a test that backs it up that we can press a button and and run a test against it to verify that it works the way it's uh, supposed to work. Right. Cool. Growing pains, growing challenges, but that means really good things. Yeah. All right. Well, that's kind of a peek into what we're working on right now. We are looking forward to seeing you at the conference very soon. Um, make sure you say hi if you catch us walking by and make sure you take the time to connect there. It's the best time to do it. We'll see you next time. Today's show was produced by Emily Foreman. Nick was our recording engineer who turned the dials and pushed the buttons. Jim Michael handled all the audio post-production mixing. In our amazing show notes, which you can find at rockrms.com slash connect, were transcribed and written up by Michael Garrison.
This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.